Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Kid Challenge podcast. Today, we have a very special episode. We have a special guest with us today, and uh, he is a children's evangelist. I believe he's an international children's evangelist and also a uh, the district children's ministry director for uh, North Central Jersey District. He's based out of New Jersey there. So we have Brother David Aguirre here with us today. It's an honor and a privilege to have you, bro. How are you doing today? Amen, Brother Moses. God bless you. Can you hear me? I can hear you. Amen, amen. I'm doing great. Um, doing great. What about yourself? I'm doing excellent, bro. Appreciate you taking your time. I know you're busy. You're doing the Lord's work and Thank you for taking some time out of your day to connect with us. And uh, so just tell us a little bit about yourself, bro, and uh, the listeners all across the U.S. And and uh, we, there's several countries listening. And I know you just got back from a a uh, trip to bless the children. Was it Colombia? Yes, brother, Colombia. Amen. Can you talk Amen. a little bit about more about and then that trip, bro. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, first, I want to say thank you uh, for having me and, and getting a chance to connect and, and speak with uh, with you and with all the listeners that are uh, listening live and going to be listening at a future time. Um, but yes, I um like you said, I'm a, I'm a children's evangelist, um, something that I started doing actually less than a year ago. Um, but the Lord opened up so many doors to be able to go minister, uh, to children and, you know, um, not just here locally, but like you said, internationally as well. Um, I got back from Colombia just under a month ago. Um, and I had the privilege of going to do children's ministries crusades out in Colombia. I was in three different cities, the cities of Bogota. Bucaramanga and Cucuta. Um, I was in those three cities, had, you know, got the chance to do different services throughout my time there um, and teacher training as well. Um, and I actually got to do a regular or just regular service for the adults as well. So um, God's hand was really on that trip. There was a lot of things that started off um, looking like everything was going to get shut down even before we, we started. Um, this was in the works for about a year. Um, in January of 2023 is when I connected to one of the children's ministries directors out there in Colombia. And I had spoken to him about doing Save Our Children out there. Um, he said, yes, he was going to present it. There was, there was a lot of obstacles to overcome to get to that point. Um, but we see the hand of God in what we were doing and um, God's response as well. It was it was terrific. Um, we had 38 children receive the Holy Ghost for the first time. Um, amen. 20 children, amen, 20 children were renewed in the spirit as well, meaning they had already spoken in new tongues, but they got to speak again or hadn't spoken since the first time. Um, and also... Amen. I find this very, um, very, very fascinating that there's also adults that receive the Holy Ghost at these children's events, and they don't just receive the Holy Ghost; they they give their life to the Lord. Um, I in one of the services, you know, I asked if anybody wanted to 
give their life to the Lord. Because I did notice a lot of adults that were visiting. I noticed that they were, you know, weeping and crying, speaking in tongues. So when I made that, you know, that altar call and I asked that question, does anyone want to give their life to the Lord? Um, there was three, three people that three adults that said that they would and they want to get baptized. So it, um, it stayed with the local pastor, the local pastor, that part of the harvest. Amen. And uh, Amen. Yeah, it was it was it was very powerful. Um, very powerful. Thank God. Amen. Sounds excellent. And uh, I'm sure that church, uh, those that taught children's ministry there were, were also encouraged. And uh, you do a lot of things. Uh, I, I see you. That's how I met you online. Mm -hmm. And uh, so you do a lot of great things. You've been on other podcasts. You've preached and you've taught in different places here like you said in other countries but uh behind all of that brother david what's your driving passion in children's ministry brother all right that that's a very good question um because i will say this that children's ministry is not always the easiest thing to do um in fact any ministry is not easy <laughs> it does require work and it does require sacrifice so there has to be something behind a simple commandment to just go, but there's something that, that has to be behind you that drives you to do and go above and beyond what you're required. Um, and a lot of that has to do with my, my growing up. Um, so my mother, when I was about four years old, my mother first got into the church. Um, so she took myself and my, my two younger sisters. In fact, my third or now my second sister, um, she was born in the church. She was the first one of us that was actually born in the church and presented onto the Lord. Um, because, you know, we don't do baptism of children, but we present the children onto the Lord. So my uh, second sister was actually born in the church. She was present, presented to the Lord. And, um, you know, we were just going, we were going to church. Um, my father was never in the church. So my mother was a believer, my father a non-believer. And when I was about seven years old, my parents got divorced. And when they got divorced, my mother left the church. Um, and that ultimately, that led to all of the children also being apart from church. Um, but about five years later, when I was around 12 years old, I was invited to go to a kid's camp. It was like a camping trip. Uh, we were at some, some, in some cabins, and they had activities for the kids there. Uh, so... I went to be a part of the activities and everything. And um, from that moment on, that's where I stayed in the church. All right. So from 12 years on, uh, 12 years old and on, I stayed in the church, uh, starting attending our youth group. Um, and it's funny because when, when I started attending the youth group at the age of 12, um, they told me, hey, you should come to our youth group. We have um, activities that we do. We have games. There's food. There's pizza. So I'm like, I can't, I can't really make it this Tuesday, but I'll go next Tuesday. So I go the next Tuesday, and I, when I get there, there's no activities. There's no games. It's just class. And I'm like, and I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what's happening? <laughs> and it so happened to be that they, um, they had a, like a, a one-time fellowship thing that they do maybe a once every couple of months. So 
I missed that part and I was just part of the, I guess the regular youth group class where they taught, but regardless, I stayed, um, I stayed going to the youth group. I stayed going to Sunday school. Um, and when I was 13 years old is when I was baptized in Jesus name. Um, now Sunday school and youth group were two ministries that the Lord used to get me into the church to uh, reveal himself to me. Um, so that is a big reason why I have so much passion, uh, for doing what I do with children ministry, with youth and just evangelizing in general. Um, you know, I'm one that I, I like to teach home Bible studies. I've been doing it since I was about 16 years old. Um, that's something that, that drives me. And I think a big driving factor around children's ministry is the fact that I was a very, very troublesome kid. Um, you know, I was very rebellious, if you will. Um, I went through babysitter after babysitter because there's no babysitter would want to take care of me. They're like, he's too much for us. We can't do it. You're going to have to find somebody else. That was the constant battle that my mother and father went through with me. Uh, my sisters, they were okay. But with me, I was always, you know, I was always kicking the babysitter, punching. Like I was, I was terrible. <laughs> I was bad. <laughs> and um, something that I always, I always remember with my pastor is that I would sit behind the first pew and while he was preaching, I would make like, like a little pistol, uh, I guess a little pistol form with my hands mm -hmm. and I would start shooting at the pastor <laughs> when oh, I was, wow. <laughs> yeah, when I was about five or six years old and, um, you know, I guess the, the transformation that happens is all the Lord, um, the Amen. Lord, what he does is the transformation that happens, but it doesn't go without teachers that are patient, that are showing love, even though it's like, you know, how could you show love to somebody that's this rebellious, but it's the patience, it's the love, it's the kindness that they showed that really like brought me in. So when I uh, started teaching Sunday school, which was actually, it was very early on in my life. Um, I felt like a kid myself. So I'm thinking, how could I teach kids when I'm a kid myself? Um, but basically, after I was baptized, um, I want to say a few months after, uh, my church, they have a Bible Institute. And they were announcing it one day when I asked the pastor, I'm like, Hey, can I join the Bible Institute? And remind you, this is me at 13, 13 years old. I'm like, can I join the Bible Institute? And he said, yes, you can join. Absolutely. Um, we're halfway there right now, though, with the current cycle that we're doing. So if you want to start fresh in, you know, in a month or so, we're going to be starting new classes. So I said, sure, I'll start the new classes. And um, when I started the new classes, the two classes that they were giving was how to be a pastor and how to be um, a Sunday school teacher. So wow. I'm, go I'm, going, I'm going in with basically no knowledge of, uh, or not too much knowledge of Bible, but then they're teaching on the administrative side of pastoring, uh, on the spiritual side of pastoring, and also about uh, Sunday school teachers. So one of, our, um, one of the projects that we had to do for the class a Sunday school teacher was present like a five to 10 minute uh, Bible class that, that geared towards kids, but we were presenting it to all the adults in the room. 
Um, so I'm, mm. I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, all right, well, I got to do this class. So I prepare the class. I give the class and the, the pastor's wife, which was the, the Sunday school teacher, um, and also mm. the Sunday school director at the time, they were like, they were blown away. <laughs> They're like, David, that was, yeah. you know, that was one of the best classes of the entire, of the entire class. Um, you know, you, you, it looked great. You did great. Um, so then a little while later, they put me on as a teaching assistant. So I'm 14 years old and I'm a teaching assistant to a Sunday school class. And I'm there for a little bit as a teacher's assistant. And around 15 years old is when they give me my own class to teach. Um, and it wasn't just like the little kids, you know, four or five years old. We're talking, I was 15 years old teaching the 10 to 12 year olds. So that's oh, why I said, that's why I said, I'm like, I feel like a little kid teaching little kids too. So I'm like, um, you know, it, it was very interesting at the start. But one thing that I learned is having patience um, because I noticed that there were students in my class that would be some, dis, you know, a little disruptive from time to time. And I would always think I'm like, I was 10 times worse than they were. <laughs> so if my mm. teachers were able to have patience with me, I could have patience with them. And in terms of why I'm passionate about doing it, like I said before, this is the ministry that God used to save me. Um, and also just seeing the, the children touched by the Lord. Um, that's very special to me because something that happened during the COVID lockdowns, um, something that happened during the COVID lockdowns is that we weren't able to assemble. So we couldn't have Sunday school classes at that time. Um, one of the teachers in my, in my church, he said, uh, I'm going to start a Zoom class and I'm going to be teaching over Zoom. So he taught for about a month and then he said, David, um, you know, I've been teaching a month. Are you able to take it over from now and, and teach them something? And I'm like, sure. Is there anything in particular that you want me to teach? And he's like, I don't have anything in particular. So you want to teach something, teach, you know, whatever the Lord puts on your heart. So at this point, I was kind of freaking out because, first of all, I had never used Zoomed, Zoom before that. And also, I'm like, how am I going to teach through Zoom? What am I going to teach them? But through prayer, I asked the Lord what he wanted me to teach. And what I felt him wanting me to teach was to teach them about salvation, you know, how to be saved. And I started doing that. I, I taught them um, this class that I teach called From Death to Life, which is basically, you know, showing how humanity is dead in sin and we have life in, in Jesus. And I started teaching for about a month that class. Um, and after a month, there were a total of eight children that said to pastor, we want to be baptized. They said to their parents, we want to be baptized. And I didn't even, I didn't even ask the class. I was gearing to ask them at the end when I was done teaching, but they jumped in and said, we want to be baptized before I even asked the question. Yeah. So, so just seeing that, like, that's, that's something that drives me a lot within children's ministry is the effect that God is, is having on the kids' lives. It's sometimes the small changes because let me tell you, maybe a couple years back, I had kids that were disruptive. And right now I see them that they're growing in the Lord and they're no longer being, you know, 
disruptive, but they're paying attention in class now and and they're seeking God for themselves. Not just me telling them to seek God, but they, they're seeking God for themselves. So that's a big driving factor of uh, why I'm passionate about children's ministry and um, doing what I do. That's an amazing story, brother. Appreciate you Amen. sharing that and uh, the uh, background of how you grew up. That's amazing how God began to use you and raise you up and thank God for for that happening to you. And now you're at this point now where you uh, little did anybody know that the little boy that was pointing the gun at the pastor was now going <laughs> to point kids to Jesus. Amen. Amen. <laughs> and uh, so, yes, sir. That's uh, a great testimony. So now, nowadays that, you know, we're not doing Zoom anymore. You're traveling, mm -hmm. you're doing children's rallies, teacher training. Yeah. Uh, when somebody brings you to their church, this is going to be a two part question. But uh, yeah. um, when somebody brings you to their church, what, what can they expect? You know, what do you do and uh, how can they get connected with you i guess that could be your last part if you if you want to how can people get connected to you to bring you to uh, have have you do children's ministry in their church amen well uh something that i always uh say and i always think of my personal ministry is that it is in god's hands what he wants me to do um because it's not just doing children's rallies even though that's something that i i do it's not just children's rallies. I could also do youth ministry, um, like a friend's day type of thing, that type of ministry. Um, and I mentioned earlier in, in the podcast that I started being essentially a children's evangelist less than a year ago. And I, I, I just want to dive a little into that because um, I find it very interesting how the Lord worked it out all out. And I was always one that, even though I had spent 11 years teaching Sunday school, I had never done like a kid's service like a children's evangelist does. Um, but there's a church in my district that they have kids' services one, once a month or something from the Sunday school once a month. Hello, can you hear me? Hello? Go ahead, Brother David. Go ahead, brother. All right. All right. We're, we're back with the podcast. Um, yeah, all right. So I think I was saying the last part before I got cut off. Right. Was about um, being a children's evangelist. So for 11 years of my life, I had been a Sunday school teacher and I had never really ever thought about being a children's evangelist or doing kid services. I always was just teaching Sunday school and, you know, that was that. Um, but last year, there's a local church in my district that they have kids services or at least something led by the Sunday school once a month, once a Saturday or once a month um, on Saturdays in their church. So the Sunday school director of that local church, she asked if I can go do a kids rally. I'm like, uh, yeah, sure. I can go do a kids rally. That's no problem. And I, I'm thinking to myself, I'm like, what did I get myself into? Into I've never done a kids rally myself. Um, so what I said was like, you know what? Uh, I'm going to do what the Lord's guiding me to do. I have um, 
some things I want to share with the kids and everything, some Bible stories, uh, some dynamic worship and all that stuff. So I said, I'm going to do what the Lord is guiding me to do. And I did the kids service. It was very impactful. There was great success behind it for the local church and the kids. And I thought to myself, I'm like, wow, that went a lot better than I expected. <laughs> That's what I thought to myself. So um, after that's done, I get another invitation for the next month to do another kids rally at a different church. Um, so I do it. Same thing. I'm like, the Lord's going to guide me. And I, I, during this entire time, I'm thinking about some words that uh, Brother Steve Canyon um, told my congregation or my district, actually, because in 2022, when I was elected as the Children's Ministries Director, in th this was April 2022, so headquarters had already programmed a Save Our Children's Holy Ghost Crusade in New Jersey in August of 2022. So that's four months after I was elected. Um, and they're coming, they're coming with the Children's Evangelist. But something that Brother Canyon says, and I, this, this was very impactful to me. And I kept thinking about it while I was doing the kids services last year. Um, but he said, church, can you help us pray that God raises up more Spanish speaking children's evangelists? Because there's a great need for it. And I, you know what? And I thought to myself, I'm like, I'm like, God, God's really raising me up to do this. And a little bit before general conference, I was, I was, and I'm going to be very transparent. I'm like, uh, right before general conference of last year, I was thinking, I'm like, you know, I did a couple kids services, but I don't think children's evangelism is for me. In fact, I, th I said to myself, I don't know if I'm even going to let my name run for next year's election in uh, children's ministry in my district. Um, and a lot of those thoughts were going on in my head. But there was a message preached by Brother Aaron Bounds um, that I'm telling you, if God was speaking to anybody, God was speaking to me that day. And it was exactly about what I was dealing with. And at that moment, I said, God, I'm going to say yes to you. I'm going to say yes to your calling to do this. And, you know, I'm going to I'm going to do this, God. I'm going to trust in you and I'm going to leave this in your hands. And that same week, I get an invitation to go to El Salvador um, with Brother Charles Robinette to do a crusade out there. Um, and I, I was going to be in charge of the children's portion of it. Um, in that crusade, we had over 400 kids receive the Holy Ghost. Um, and what I can say is that if you say yes to God, he's going to take care of the rest. You just have to put yourself in his hands. And also you have to, um, you have to give effort of yourself as well. Um, you know, it's not, like I said, at the beginning of the podcast, it's not an easy ministry. Um, and sometimes you don't even see the rewards immediately. Sometimes the rewards, you're going to see them 10 years down the road, but it's going to be something that's very worth it. So whether it's me doing, coming to minister and doing a kids rally, doing a revival for youth, doing just a general evangelistic revival, um, whatever God wants me to do, that's what I'm going to do. Um, this actually next week, I'm heading out to Tampa, Florida, and I'm going to be there two weekends. 
And part of the whole program is a multi-ministry program. You know, there's going to be, I'm going to be doing um, something for the kids. I'm going to be doing something for the youth. I'm going to be doing something for the adults. So, you know, God is going to have his way and what he wants me to do. That's what I'm going to do. Amen. Amen. That's an amazing testimony. And, and for you to be able to do what you're doing, reaching the whole family, the whole church, really. Uh, all ages. That's amazing. How can people get connected with you, brother? How can people get you to come? What What can they work? Maybe through social media or an email or phone phone number. How How do you want them to get a hold of you, bro? right we're gonna try this one last time i hope um yes sir all right so you know what i think it is i think i'm leaving the page and going to the facebook to read it but i i don't need to read it so let's try this one more time all right you can get a hold of me by going to my facebook page which is evangelista that's evangelist with an a at the end and i did it that way because I minister both in English and Spanish. David Aguirre Lainas. That's A-G-U-I-R-R-E dash L-A-I-N-E-Z like zebra. Or you can contact my email at S-O-C evangelist at gmail.com. That's amazing, brother. Thank you. Appreciate you being on the podcast today. Amen. Thank you for having me, brother. And keep up the good work, bro. And we'll share this. And uh, we're going to inspire a lot of people with your story. We appreciate you. And uh, may the Lord bless you, bro. Continue to bless you. Amen. Amen. God bless you, brother. Thank you so much. God bless. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.